0: Okay, so we're we're live. Um, Welcome to Amazon Podcast, episode 4. We just had another game this afternoon, or this evening now. I'm here with Casimir, who's from Sweden. Hi. (laughs) So maybe you want to introduce yourself and just say who you are, what you do in the hobby, what armies you play, how long you've been playing maybe? Yeah, sure. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I'm just like first time
1: here playing in Copenhagen, so... uh, I guess I would uh, deem myself as more of a casual player, which today has proven since I got like table twice, <laughs> but it was fun. Uh, so, so I mainly play Undying Dynasties, but I also I played Scaven a lot in uh, in seven. Uh, so I I played basically since the the somewhere in the mid seventh till uh, through Altwave with Tomb Kings. So I went through the hard times, the good times, <laughs> and now we're here.
0: Now we're back in comes into the light. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Maybe not from today's experience, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a learning curve. So yeah we, definitely. yeah, we had a game today, and it was it was one-sided. I think you made a few mistakes yeah, in the I movement definitely. phase, and maybe a little bit in the deployment phase. Yeah,
1: but as we were saying before, I guess uh, my problem is really that I. I don't think about the, the angles that much, or like now when I haven't played for like a month or something, you know, you kind of lose the, the the idea of like how how, yeah, how fast like do these movement units move, and then they suddenly they're outside of your charge range and you just lose.
0: So. Yeah, what was some of the highlights of today? I would say uh, the dice, some of the dice rolls. Yeah. were A bit like what is <laughs> going on? the yeah. the the two bolt thrower crew fending off the carrion
1: yeah exactly man finally managed to charge it and then it just dies but also also the thunderbolt on the Gusk oh, yeah, the the thunderbolt yeah. on the colossus and then you got six hits and I thought wow this is gonna die but he just did one wound
0: one so, wound yeah. four plus one wound yeah. damn it come on <laughs> come on first turn and uh, the the we charge, charge ten charge sword masters and five silver helms into the front of the tomb guard yeah which.
1: I thought that was a mistake, cause, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I am, I, so I play a unit of 34 tomb guard with halberds and the king who has jazzed up with lots of magic items. Yeah, he was hard,
0: I, I find it really hard to kill him, he was yeah. really good. Five, 5 wounds?
1: Yeah, so he has the armor of eternities. so it's uh, an extra wound, so 5 wounds and plate armor with a shield, so 3 plus save and 5 plus ward.
0: Yeah, and then also
1: around the steel blessed sword. Yeah,
0: I think uh, the the hardest thing with the unit is, I just, I forgot that their weapons go 6. Yeah, like even the Swordmasters going in there. When they're hitting on a four plus or a three plus with the plus one to hit, is like, I was like expecting, okay, I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna at least kill like with fifteen attacks. <laughs> I just kind of had it in my head, I'm gonna kill seven or something like that. But I directed six attacks onto the or nine attacks onto the yeah, king, okay, and I'll kill him yeah. off. And I did, I did, didn't do any wounds. Yeah, it's like I, I think, think you killed wounds. only
1: like with the swordmaster, yeah, only four, three, or four. three or
0: four guys, yeah. and the silverhelm's killed another three or four. And then the silver all died yeah and the and then the sword masters ran away and you, yeah, exactly yeah. and then you chased them and that kind of pulled the unit out
1: yeah which was I guess that was also not maybe not the smartest idea
0: no maybe you should have stood there and just yeah. waited for me I th- that would probably have been better yeah and then, then you charged you charged into one of my units and didn't catch them because I fled and then I got you in the flank with the white lines yeah well,
1: where I could have also reenterted yeah. into the white lines yeah. I think that was uh, when I thought about it now, uh, like I realized that I'm still stuck in the 8th edition mindset where like the Wipe Wines were still a it's decent sized unit, but there's not so many.
0: Yeah, there's only 15. Yeah, on
1: so, so an if I mean like if it's like a 15 unit of infantry oh. into my horde of te- like, uh, uh, yeah. not temple guard, but uh, temple guard in the side, I I will just like, I'll take that charge, then I'll reform and I'll kill them. Yeah,
0: but but now I
1: mean man. like you just wipe the whole unit because yeah. you can't, uh, you're not steadfast when you have the ranks in yeah. the side.
0: I think as well, like you, yeah, if you if you'd have taken it in the front, you'd have ground them down. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, one thing that you had today was—is it called the sold conduit? Yeah.
1: So this is a recent addition to the to the Undying Dynasties, where you pay 50 points on a level three or four, and is then right? 50 points. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, is it it's... an arcane item. No, it's just like an upgrade actually. Really? So, so it, you yeah. can have
0: like a scroll or anything as well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, it doesn't even take your magic card. Yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> it's so good,
1: <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. So so what it does is that it fixes the winter magic in your own phase, so you always get uh, seven plus D three dice, but your opponent gets six to spell eyes.
0: So it was it kind of worked out that I always had six and maybe seven if I could channel. Yeah. And you were getting between what is it eight and yeah. eight and ten yeah and then with you could go up yeah, to eleven. 11. So I
1: think I actually had two phases with eleven.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, in general, you get like a nine or something, so it's yeah,
0: yeah. it's quite good. It was it was just really reliable. Like yeah. I was I was rolling my dice like normal, and I was getting like phases with three and one and five yeah, and yeah, one definitely. and four and one and yeah, I just couldn't really get much going. I, mean, I I got a few spells through. Yeah. But it, it was I've, yeah your yeah. phases were much more powerful. I think you had my scroll by the second turn and then yeah it was were, very fast actually. Yeah, yeah. I had to had to dispel yeah. something, and you had so many dice and it was yeah the level yeah level four. Yeah level
1: I so I ran level four on light with it was also like a new arcane item which lets uh, you exchange the attribute for the attribute that, uh, of the sandslord. Yeah. So you can still heal units and stuff, and then I add a level two on is that- the, That's nice. Yeah, it's like thirty-five points, and then you just take the like low attribute from Sands, which Every is the healing well. and stuff.
0: How did you feel about the Law of Light today?
1: Yeah, I did not like it actually <laughs> because I mean. I think I was kind of misled a little bit by, you know, like you read people on the forums talking about like, you know, their, their
0: strategies yeah. and stuff. Light and Council Yeah, they,
1: well, not really. Yeah. You didn't have a Light like, Council, <laughs> you had one level four. Yeah, right? but they talk so much about like, okay, there's the Soul Convent and you should uh, always two dice with this because that's how you get like the maximum amount of efficiency. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, yeah, I should do this and Lord of Light is good because it's low casting values. Yeah. But it just ended up that the Lord of Light spells just don't do enough. Like they like it's a lot of spells that like even if I get all of them off, I mean I don't think you really would have cared in all of situations.
0: No, the, I mean the, some I'm sure. Like the Burning Gaze is, is D six front four or yeah. D six front six. And when you cast it on a unit of ten skirmishers, I mean yes. unless you roll a six or a five,
1: yeah.
0: I'm not really that because it's it's like a, a few models. I'm yeah. Hopefully I'm gonna I've got a high lead trip, I'm gonna pass my planet test. Yeah, I and I can it. I can let that spell go through in favor of stopping your combat buff, yeah. which is actually going to change the game in a big way. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't think it really worked. I I was would have been more afraid of the the law of sands. Yeah, I are, feel also those spells are really good.
1: Yeah, I feel also that I mean probably I think you could probably see the soul conduct as a way of saying I'm going to get at least one spell each mm. phase the buff is, spells are yeah. really good, like the multi-multi-shops like, like maybe 3 roll. dice those spells, just yeah. say like, okay, one of these are gonna go through. Whereas when you 2 dice, you might get 2 spells, but those 2 spells might not be worth, like they won't, might do not do yeah, anything. Yeah. You know? What,
0: what are the laws can you tell with the two undying? So
1: it's only, <laughs> <laughs> it's, only, it's only light and death, <laughs> so, so I've
0: not tried new death, I've no idea how it is actually. The the lore attribute, I think, it gives you minus 1 leadership. Well, it's good. Which can it can combo quite well with some stuff like the Screamer School, Skull yeah. maybe. I think it does, and if, uh, I think it's, yeah, I think that's what it is. Like, you get minus one leadership, and I think you can only target one unit per phase. okay. Something like that. So, yeah, it's, I think it's quite good. Uh, I've used it with the Master, just the, okay. the signature, but I haven't used the law. It's not really my thing, i more go for, like, the shooty ones. Yeah. Like, the killy ones, rather than the, the subtle, <laughs> the subtle, have someone use, like, technical, technical things. Yeah. So, the, the, the game today, obviously it was, it was really one-sided. Um I thought that the the sword masters we've been talking about them all, today yeah. this, today yeah, all day like all they're so weird. good, they're so all good. good. <laughs> but they didn't really do very well I think that's because the the weapons got six. yeah definitely. And the uh, the white lines that I used as bait in the first in the first <laughs> yeah. turn it kind of worked. Yeah, I kind of fell up. for that. I think the dragon princes are really good. Yeah, in the I
1: really. How much did it cost? So you ran a unit of five with a banner. How yeah, how much a, did it cost? A
0: unit of five with a banner and a movement banner. So a oh, movement okay, ten. okay yes yeah. And I think they're like 38 points a model. So yeah. it's 150 plus 40. It's like 200 point a unit.
1: Yeah, I mean it's of course it's expensive for like five yeah. toughest regiments, but it really I mean. It's hard to kill them by shooting because they're
0: yeah, the save. And the ward save, yeah. you know. Yeah,
1: six plus, of course. Yeah, we we've had many <laughs> six pluses
0: this uh, this game actually. I'm so good at rolling six pluses. <laughs> so good. Like okay, the Dragon Princes, they, the first the first turn they, they moved up and the lions with white lines were bait and the chariots yeah, okay, charged and they fled and then yeah. the dragon princes killed the chariots and then Overrun and then charge the archers and then overrun and yeah. then charge the mage bunker and they charged in. I had rubber lances. And I was like, oh, I haven't killed many. And there was still five left and they weren't dying. One oh, of I'm not going to die. Then the one skeleton, and they managed to wound it. I was like, I'm going to roll another one now and I rolled a one. Oh no, he's going to die. Six was one save. Yes, six is alive. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, the dice were funny today. And uh, the first time when I my shadow warriors were pew 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 yeah. at the casket, and I did four wounds, Aww. and you saved all but one. Yeah, I was and the, save the ward six save. Six plus oh.
1: save, and then five plus ward. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah, it was it was a it was a fun game though. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you find in general how do you find the new tomb kings? I feel that Come, they're just compared to like eighth.
1: Yeah, I feel that they're really good. I mean, obviously, if you compare them to to M times where you uh, had the uh, um, like a unified. Yeah, we well
0: vampire. Yeah, guns, then but. I
1: would say, I mean, of course they're worse than that. Even though I, I didn't use any vampire count units, but no. I mean, just because some of the things in that book were broken because yeah, yeah. desert wind, them, yeah. the, like the desert wind, when you got the movement spell, you were actually allowed to march. So then you could for example, use your necro sphinx to fly twice in one turn, so which is 40 t- in yeah, which sense, is too yeah. powerful. I mean, so of course it's worse than that, but at the same time, it's, like, so much better, and, like, what I feel like was, in the two book, there were so many units which were improperly costed, like, that was the only thing, the rules were fine, yeah. but the point costs were just very, way, way off, and, the, like, Undying Rise is really just to uh, make everything a little bit more, like, appropriately costed, but yeah. it still fe- keeps the theme where you actually, like, it, you, you can't just take a bunch of units and push them forward, you have to make <laughs> them, like, work, which today I didn't, so. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think you were just a bit... Like, your army didn't really synergize in the right ways. You kind of had the Sphinx off one direction, the Tomb Guard off the other direction, the the Bone Giant in another way. Yeah. yeah, It's it's just practice, I think. You just kind of keep it in one place and support each other a bit more. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's a a learning experience. But I I played a bit of uh, MSU today. It was my my, my, uh, strategy of the day (laughs) to try and play some MSU. And it wasn't really a true MSU list. I still had a, the the guy in the phoenix with the the bow, and had an archmage. Rather but he's than, only
1: one guy, so I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's
0: just expensive. It's like 450 uh, point sure, model, and, sure. and but the the rest of the army was quite MSU. The Sea Guard. I was not happy with the Seaguard today. <laughs> I've been saying like last all the podcasts it, like since we started, the Seaguard are so good. <laughs> they come on, they shoot, and then they charge in. But today they came on in turn five, and there was nothing left yeah. to kill.
1: <laughs> I I was actually hoping that that would be like one of the few units I got points for because they didn't come. On.
0: <laughs> but they they came on turn five. But if I think if they if they come on on turn two, two and yeah, three, yeah. then they they're, they're exactly. really really good. Like you you didn't really see it today, but they my plan was wow. to bring them on next to your mage bunker yeah. with, with the hard hard front end. come on one turn shoot 20 shots and then destroy either you shoot. turn and face me and I charge in and kill you yeah. or you try and run away and I charge and kill you yeah <laughs> so yeah
1: also that was when I deployed I realized that I would uh, like I was de- I was gonna lose that bunker because yeah. of that unit like sooner or later so I just kind of that's why actually why I pushed my I, I had big master two as I said I just pushed them forward a lot because I felt like I just have to chase you right yeah, now because i know i'm gonna lose like my big mage bunker with all the points yeah you kind of also you have yeah.
0: to one thing i would say is because you the tomb guard were in front of the mage bunker yeah which is fine and um, but the tomb guard like they they overran and then they moved up
1: yeah
0: and you, sh- you could because you, you were you wanted to shoot with them yeah so you were like moving four inches so you could shoot or you were turning around to shoot me yeah. you should have just moved eight and followed the tomb yeah. guard, and then you're all together yeah, that's true.
1: I think actually though no, that uh, like because of the overrun, I think I lost the uh, like marching range for the general yeah. because I that always only march with yeah, 12, 12 inches right. So so I was I was actually considering that but then when I when I actually came like I okay, I'm going to do this, I was like yeah, no, I can't. So yeah. We
0: nice. we were so t- we, we were talking earlier about some things that you're going to do with your list now yeah. like in the future. And one thing that I suggested was that you you put your tomb king on a sphinx.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, is, is that makes him a large target, right? Yeah. And that gives him an 18-inch bubble. Yeah, definitely. How, how would you How would you feel that that would like improve your list or improve the way that your army can move around the board? Yeah, that's a, I mean, that, a lot because then you
1: get so much more freedom, and i I that's like the list I want to play because yeah. I mean, all through I mean, I played only Tomb kings' name, and, and it was such a static army, and it, after a while it gets kind of boring to sit and wait and shoot. So I really want to play a list that moves a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good way of doing it. Cause you have like if basically like 36 inches of the table yeah, exactly. that you, so can... you just put
1: him in the middle yeah. and then everything marches basically. yeah
0: and he's pretty tough and i'm sure yeah, you can save him mean, some good combos yeah like the, the
1: list i wrote with him like the maximum armor save you can get is three plus yeah. and then like a four plus ward but i mean three plus four does you give ward.
0: the save to the mount as well uh, yeah because yeah.
1: it's uh it's just a monstrous beast okay. so yeah so he gets the compliant profile and stuff so he, he gets like a i guess 5 wounds on uh, Toughness 6, I think. I'm not sure if it's Toughness 6 or 5, but I think it's 6.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's still pretty yeah. really good. So it's pretty tanky and it, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 may, it might Do you get be... all the riders as well?
1: No, no, you only get, actually, it's only him and the Sphinx, so it's not okay. very, very killy, but it's still... <laughs> so he's, like,
0: a, like on the mumma on Lord of yeah. the Rings, like, he's <laughs> like the guy riding him. <laughs>
1: that would yeah, be a good
0: conversion. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, actually, uh, right now I'm actually building it, so, so my okay. plan was, uh, I mean, I, during the end times, I didn't buy the orc and the black mole, yeah. the, the flying yeah. skull monstrosity. Uh, but i really wanted to but then i realized like i'm just let's just make the you know the royal sphinx on yeah. this so the plan is to make uh, make that uh, like that more and then all the skulls will probably be gold or something okay and cool. then i would the plan is you know that's the explanation why it's not toughness eight because that's a big yeah, deal yeah, yeah. So that that's, that's because you know th- he made it out of gold because he's so vain and gold <laughs> is very soft so of course it's not
0: toughness eight, <laughs> fine do you have a like a fluff uh, background of your army or
1: no not that much i mean i i don't know why because uh, i I did, I've never done that because I just—it changes. Like you know, the idea I have of playing always changes a lot. So I, yeah. I've never really been able to like really write story. But maybe with this guy on the golden uh, sphinx, I mean <laughs> I think, sphinx.
0: You could know? <laughs> make it like a golden sphinx of some tomb city. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and he's just yeah, he's this really vain guy. Maybe he also is like Sigwald. Well, he looks at the beard and he's so like, cool. yeah, damn, you're hot, dude. <laughs>
0: With your, like, your moldy skin. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Then I'll bring a mirror to the tournament. To you also could, like you that. could, uh,
0: you could have a mirror in his hand. Yeah. I think, actually, Nefrata, the one of the models, yeah, yeah, actually comes she comes with a mirror. Yeah, good. And you could, like, he's, like, his like, face is, like, peeling away, but in the mirror it's, like, a nice reflection. Yeah, that would like, be... Like what I used to use like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, i feel like i have to practice my free hand. that, that would be cool that would be really cool
0: have, did you have you seen my the free hand on my banners i don't know if you noticed that my yeah, dragon a bit. my dragon yep. banner and the chariot was briefly on the table yeah but I, I like to do freehand on my banners okay and uh <laughs> recently we yeah. uh there was a bit of a i got a lot of stick because i have with my new vampire count army yeah i made a, a banner which which is for the dragon half guard mm-hmm and i made a spelling mistake on the, <laughs> on the banner and i was like look guys look at what i made and um <laughs> and, and i took a picture of it and we have like a group chat and it was like henry do you know that you're english and you just spelled God the wrong way around and i was oh, like no. oh no and literally on my computer when i was doing it i had i checked the spelling. <laughs> I'd written it into Google, like, how do you spell this word? Just because just, just it was like an awkward word. I wanted to get 100% right before I painted it. Yeah. I checked it, and then I did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a bit of a fail. Uh, yeah. So are you
1: going to go back, or just like keep it this way?
0: No, I've, I've changed uh, it. <laughs> I've okay. changed it already. How,
1: how bad was that? Because I, I mean, I also like doing freehand, but Sometimes when you have to go back you layer up so much paint that it gets kind of like a uh, little open. it wasn't
0: too bad cuz it was you know how I don't know like the empire they have kind of like it's like a vampire empire aren't yeah they? yeah and so it's like kind of like a scroll kind of thing so it's like a brown type yeah. of scroll with just Drakenhof Guard written on in black yeah. So I just had to kind of paint over the two, the U and the A, and then write an A and a U, yeah. or whichever, I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't my spelling, you. my English is awful since I've been living in Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've been we've been talking here for 20 minutes now, so we're going to take a few. So thank you very much, Casimir, yeah. for, for coming to Denmark coming. and yeah. playing, and... I hope you've enjoyed yourself, and yeah, we, we've certainly fun. had a good time, yeah. and now we're going to go out and have a few drinks on the town, yep. and maybe Absolutely. we do some recording with some people in town, it's <laughs> always fun. Yeah. So yeah, thank you very much for coming out. I don't know if you want to have a shout out to anyone or say anything while you're here, on the air to the world of Ninth Age. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't
1: know. I just, <laughs> like, I, I, well, I could say that I I'm, 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 like, I would like to thank all the people who worked on the Undying Dynasty's book, because they're, like, they're really... Good, I feel like they're really good people who care about making a balanced book, not only like making something which is the best for us, uh, like the online yeah. balance players. So I, I feel like they're doing a very good job.
0: And maybe maybe we should say just you're from Lund, yep.
1: Lund, which is uh, very close to Denmark. It's like a small southern part of Sweden, basically.
0: Yeah. So Casimir uh, uh, is from Lund, and he's come to Copenhagen today, partly to meet us and play some Warhammer, but also because it's very difficult for him to find games. So if there's any anyone out there in near the (laughs) Lund area who wants to play a game of Night Age, Then you're welcome to contact us through the the podcast and we can put you in contact with Casimir Or I'm sure maybe you have a contact details that you want to say on on the internet I I guess you
1: could find me on the Night Age forums I'm uh
0: well Echunia
1: which is weird to spell but like E-C-H-U-N-I-A
0: there you go. So yeah. if you're in the Lund area, you can contact Casimir, and we can also, if you want to come to Copenhagen for a game, you're more than welcome to get in contact with us. Same way Casimir did on email at DK at gmail.com. Yep. So thank you very much for listening and have a nice Christmas.